Hey, how you doing? Welcome back to Vicarious Competition. Today we're going to start our faction overview of the UberCorp International. This is a faction that I think was not yet like announced or known. I guess it was known from the previous version, but we hadn't seen anything in the 2.0 uh, when I kind of started playing. But this is a faction that I like the aesthetic of a lot. They were super cool figures uh, when they announced. I, I bought way too much of the stuff. I doubled up on blisters, which ended up not being the best plan, but no regrets. Uh, I have two painted units of Carnotrons, so that I'm pretty proud of. They're kind of great. Uh, I've used them in at least a couple of lists, but let's do. Let's talk about the faction, what they are, and kind of what they do. This is a faction that is the evil billionaires, you know, the Amazon type that are kind of strip mining the, the earth for all the resources, you know, the turning the Amazon rainforest into toothpicks type of corporation. So they have the mechanized versions of some of the different monsters. It's a little bit of a defensive faction in their units. I think they tend to want to hang back more and kind of gather resources, capture buildings, that sort of thing. Their monsters, on the other hand, are all kind of quirky. It's like a fairly uh, finesse faction. Their monsters operate fairly differently than other factions monsters do. So if you like the robo tech, um, you know I, I think they they have a pretty good flavor. It's a little bit easier because their monsters aren't super similar. We can just jump into it and start talking about them. First up is Cybercon. This is their kind of more standard monster. Uh, he's pretty good speed, high mobility, which is always good. His front of the card abilities are a little bit mundane. There's nothing that super stands out. He does have a range 5 blast, which is really, really helpful in the early game. And he has like a super stomp seismic uh, step, which is kind of neat. Comes into play sometimes. But for the most part, he's just like a vanilla monster. He's great for newer players to kind of get started. He's nice and simple. When he goes into Hyper, he gets Rapid Fire, which is just the best and Penetrator on his power attack, along with a bunch of extra boost dice. Makes him a really nice contender for your pair. Straightforward, does the things you need him to do. I like Cybercon a lot. Doesn't interact with the kind of faction itself quite so much, as far as an Uber Corp. But... I like that most of the factions have this sort of like vanilla monster to get you started, you know, on the simpler side, and then they kind of get more complex as, as more releases come out. Speaking of, Gorgadratron is a neat monster that Privateer Press took a lot of risks with. This was one of the first monsters that we see shorted in his hyper form, so he has a four health hyper. And he is a... Gorkhadrachan is a little bit of a clunky monster to use. But in the setting of Ubercorp, I guess it makes sense. He has some power dice draining abilities. 
and he has flak field which is uh wipes out all adjacent units friendly or enemy but it's only flak field too so it's like not super amazing what i like about him is in his hyper form he kind of goes on like a nuclear meltdown mode kind of thing he like <clears throat> He gets multi-fire on his blast, which also has uh, Weapon Master. It gives him super damage, so he can shoot uh, three different things, which is super great. Uh, he has uh, some other abilities. You know, again, he keeps with the Power Sync motif, but the fact that he gets that triple blast attack. So this is a monster that you were going to, like, want to throw out there and get hit first into hyper and then take a turn 2v2 with this monster in hyper to kind of like really get ahead so you know and potentially knock out one monster and shoot the other monster but he's this guy's like a little tricky to use and when, when we do deep dive we'll talk a little bit about it more but um i don't know if he's a super great amalgam to uh, or a super great comparison to regular Gorgadra. I think I would have liked to have seen more. There's not like good parallels between any of the monsters really, <clears throat> other than the, their looks. I think they, they kept their rules pretty different. But I don't know, Ubercorp is kind of a difficult faction to, to pin down. You know, you think, oh, well, what's their play style? How do they play? So, I don't know, I'm not really sure. They have these kind of like utility focused monsters of their their units are not super great they're not very good uh, we'll get into it mecha maxim is the star of the show mecha maxim is probably one of the strongest monsters in the game right now he has really really good <clears throat> unit repositioning game with blitz so you can use that to to make some really nasty toxos plays to set up screens to remove your models that are screening the enemy just all in all, good time. And then he has Jam, uh, which stops actions nearby. And he's just he's just cool. He's a, this monster feels you know like a mechanical kind of like Walker robot thing. Um, loses Blitz, but gets Jam and Hyper. So again, not somebody that really buffs their units directly, which maybe is something that future Ubercorp need to give them like a little bit of a stronger identity. <clears throat> he's just more of like a mechanized but totally reworked version of you know i guess zor maxim is what he's supposed to be so you can like kind of extrapolate the themes a little bit and and see what they were doing with this but Ubercorp is uh not something that has like a very strong faction identity they're all about <clears throat> stolen tech and, and borrowing things from other places, which I guess could be an identity on its own. Their units, though, are rough, I will say. The triple eight bot is not a playable model. Uh, I think it's like Flakfield 1 or something. Um, yeah, Flaz Action, Flakfield 1. Good luck with that. It's very slow. It costs two points. I wouldn't take this thing at one point. The triple eight bot is just a disappointment. The Carnitrons are also pretty hard to use. They are a defense three model, which isn't the best, but it's not nothing. And they can make uh, brawl and blast, or they can make an extra brawl attack. So I always forget. So they can technically make two brawl attacks if you want. They're just really action dice intensive, which makes for, 
you know, a difficult, a difficult sell, you know, because you can put them on the table, you can make them do some interesting things, but you're just gonna, you're paying through the nose for it, and I'm not a huge fan. The Robo Brontox is something that I try to put in my list. I have Robo Brontoxes in all of my lists. And people are always like, why do you have this thing? I just like it. If it sits on a power node, you can add extra blue dice to uh, nearby units. And this is just a super neat mechanic because it's a way to get additional blue dice uh, or additional boost dice on top of your uh, commander or on top of your elite. Um, additional so you can have the elite you can have the robo brontox you can have you know two extra blue dice you combine that with you know a commander monster like sky sentinel or no this is destroyers uh rogzor combine that with a commander monster like rogzor you're getting three extra blue so your basic belchers are shooting on four blues like are you kidding me i think it's awesome uh it's a little expensive and hard to use the shinobots are <sighs> hard to get into lists especially with the ssi buildings gone um they're just slow they have sprint which is nice so for it's like an expensive hit and run you can fight something on a node and then sprint onto the node which is not nothing it's a thing they can do if you're already taking um uber corpse stuff then maybe it's good the Shinobot Gunner on release was awesome. A lot of people liked it. Had a sweet explosion gun. Uh, that was when the Shinobot Elite uh, gave him extra blue dice. But they've since errated that or FAQ'd that. Now it doesn't. And now the Shinobot Gunner does not see play. Uh, he's only got two blues. We might be able to get him back on the table once the Spy Fly comes out. And see what that does. So... But the Shinobot Gunner is a little bit of a tough sell. The U-Tanks are great capture units simply because they have hover. It's a defense three hover model. So you can put it on top of those water spots or the impassable terrain and get some work out of them. Be really feeling fancy. I guess you can put an elite in, but they don't shoot very often. You know, they're kind of like just a little floaty tanky guys. Um, but I like them. The Uberjet is a model that has it's the only source of teleport in the faction. Um, this is now very expensive at two points. It used to see a lot of play as an exit point for your Shadow Sun Industries buildings. Now it's just, there's not a lot of other source of teleport in destroyers that makes this model worth it. So maybe if a monster comes out or, or something like there's ways to get it back on the table but this thing's probably going to be sidelined for a little while um, while we sort that out the building is probably the best part of the faction and we'll close out the episode with this love the uber court building i want to start putting this into more of my list because i've kind of forgotten about it the uber court building lets you steal any ability on the map anywhere uh, you add an extra red dice to the cost uh, extra power dice because it's like stolen technology and you get that action um i have to check and see if that interacts with their reclamation facility i'm going to put a pin in that one we'll come back to that in another episode but the flexibility is i'm all about the flexibility i'll pay a red dice all day any day to to get that done you know when you really really need it you could use it it's great for like guard base rerolls. you can save it <coughs> you know and 
if you just you miss that attack, you know, you get the reroll, and it's just, uh, I don't know, it's very, very good. It's very good. I like the, the UCI building a lot, and I think it works well for both protectors and destroyers. So we'll leave that as the introduction. They're a faction about, like, stolen tech and, and expensive utility units that, you know, sort of come together in a way that makes sense. The problem is a lot of it is not faction only. So you have these mundane kind of units tied to the faction that you end up taking the specialists out and using other models. So, but you know, there, there's always time. It looks like, you know, I'm sure they'll be in line to get a fourth monster. Now that we have that wave uh, kind of announced, we have the Lords of Cthulhu and the Pterosaurs monsters coming out. So the assumption is that we'll get monsters for the rest of the stuff. And maybe, you know, they'll have a monster that interacts with units in an interesting way. So that's my rundown. Thank you all for listening, and I'll catch you next time.